This is the Black Rich Club Podcast, a show dedicated to pushing the black community and culture forward one combo at a time. You have life's permission to be black and rich in all aspects of your life. And now, your beautiful host, Franny Crooks. It's not a scare tactic, it's a prepare tactic. Come train with Stay Frosty defensive tactics to avoid, escape, and survive the encounter. They offer firearm safety training for both youths and adults. They have assistance with obtaining your firearms permit in the New York State and New York City areas. Ongoing skills building clinics at the range to help develop your marksmanship and proficiency. Education and updates on the ever-changing legislations that impact your rights to keep and bear arms. In addition to developing situational awareness and crisis avoidance and de-escalation techniques to increase your survivability, you owe it to yourself and to your family to be your own first responder because no one is coming to save you. All boroughs, Long Island, and surrounding states are welcome. They also provide individual and group rates. So if you're interested in learning firearm safety training, please go to www.fosterstayfrosty.com to sign up and find out more information. Or you can go to their business page on Instagram, which is stay underscore frosty underscore defensive underscore tactics. Hey guys, welcome to the Black Rich Club podcast. I'm your host, Franny. And this is the Black Rich Club podcast. Welcome. Thank you for being here. If you guys are used to being here, thank you for coming back. I really appreciate it. It's been a minute. I haven't been podcasting because my voice has been out of whack. Like, you really don't realize how important your voice is until it's gone. So I was feeling a little bit under the weather, not too sick, but just a little bit under the weather. And my voice was like, girl, bye. Bye, girl. Give it a rest. You talk too much. You need to be quiet. (laughs) And so my voice was a little cracky. And then it went from cracky to just really being messed up. And I remember sending my friend a voice note. And she's like, hey, Marge Simpson. I'm like. That's facts. (laughs) I can't even hold you. That's how I was sounding. I was sounding like Marge Simpson. And even now, like, you might hear my voice still cracking a little bit. And I apologize if I start to sound like some sort of cartoon character. But it is what it is. But thank you so much for being here, for coming back, for starting your journey with us. If you're a first-time listener, I hope that you are enjoying these episodes. I enjoy recording them. And um, yeah, it's just been a lot going on. And I was really coming on to be like, oh, maybe I should just do a recap of the news. But it was really hard for me to find a balance between good news and bad news. It was just so much bad news, like... So much bad news. Um, If you are a person who loves music, loves hip-hop music, we all know that one of the Migos 
Takeoff has passed away at just 28 years old in a senseless act of violence, gun violence, once again. Um, I don't really like to speak on stuff that I don't know for facts, but supposedly, you know, it was a stray bullet not even meant for him. I don't know how true that is. Do not mark my words Neither here nor there is very sad and it has been weighing on me and my heart and my spirit for a long time. Like, I think it's been like a week since he's passed. He's had his funeral and things like that. It wasn't a public funeral, which I appreciated because I don't know. I feel like funerals when it comes to celebrities, sometimes it's like it just becomes more like a show when people are recording you know like when it's recorded I feel like it's just more of a show and not really like intimately honoring that person because even too it's such a a, such a short amount of time to really plan to make sure like everything runs smoothly and that this person's life is truly honored and the families are really heard And, you know, then it's not on social media being made fun of, poked of, or, you know, discussed in negative ways. So I respect that the family didn't really um, televise it. And it was just so sad. It's just so sad. And it's kind of, I think it's kind of sad for me because maybe a few weeks ago they did an interview, Quavo and Takeoff with drink champs and I literally watched the whole thing I watched the whole thing I enjoyed it they are funny (laughs) a lot of stuff I don't even understand because their accent is just so southern and so mumbly and you know and it was just really nice to see and just to see him go from that to not even being here anymore it's just so crazy I'm the type of person, I do not deal with death good because I just question and I just wonder and I'm just like, how, like, why and how? And it just never makes sense to me. It never makes sense to me. Like one day this person is here and the next minute they're not. It just never makes makes sense to me. But that was very sad. Very, very sad. What else is going on in the news? Um, Donald Trump is running for president. <laughs> he has announced that he's running for 2024. And he is starting his campaign today. And the thing about Trump is... Do I think he was a terrible president in regards to getting business done? No. But in regards to morals and values, yes. And I just felt like he could have done fantastic as a president if it wasn't rooted in hatred and racism and classism. I think he would have done great. But because I am a woman of color... And I have witnessed him say so many terrible things and I have witnessed him 
allow other people to disrespect people of color and just be okay with it and never once spoke up to be like, you know, collectively we don't have to hate one another. We can work together in some sort of aspect where the color of your skin or what's in between your legs or what's in your pocket doesn't have to play such a huge factor. But because he's never spoken out against all the hate, it's just, I just, that's the part for me. Like, that's the part. (laughs) I I can't. Do I think he has a great chance of winning this time? I do. But the crazy thing is I don't even understand how he's even allowed to run after all that happened at the Capitol, storming the Capitol like that, causing people to lose their lives and things of that nature. I just don't get it. I don't understand how this country just allows these type of things to just go over their head. Like, it doesn't make sense. But I I have this debate with a friend of mine all the time. Like, he loves Trump. But for me, I really have never loved any president. (laughs) Like... I'm not that old to have lived through so many presidents where I could care, but in my adult life, I don't care for pretty much any president. I loved Obama because he was just such a man of class and honor, and especially, I just prayed that for all the years that he was president, that nothing scandalous happened. I just really wanted him to be like clean cut to from the beginning to the end. And that was really like, I don't know what he did for the country, to be honest. I don't know what great he did, what great he didn't do, what bad he did. I just wanted us to have a black president that wasn't rooted in scandal and shambles and secrets coming out and infidelities and all types of stuff. I just was so happy that when he left that White House, he left with dignity But other than that, I really could care less about any of these politicians. And I could be so ignorant for saying so, but it's just really disappointing. Like everyone, oh, even Biden, even Biden, like Biden, he is the Casper of presidency. You barely see him. The only time you really see him speaking up about something is when he's telling us that he's sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine or Russia, billions and billions on top of billions of dollars to all these foreign countries. Meanwhile, there's people hungry in your own backyard. There's people who don't have places to live in your own backyard. There are, um, what are those things called? Services. There are so many services being cut from people in your own backyard You know what I mean? So it's just like that part just bothers me. It's so bothersome that you could just ship all this money overseas. But you know how much billions of dollars could do for the United States if allotted appropriately? So much. So much. California has such a terrible problem with um, displaced people, homelessness. Same with New York, here in New York, we have the same issues. 
so many children in um, shelters. It's just baffling to me. So for me, I just feel like you're just picking from lesser two evils or however you say that. It's like pick your poison because either way is poison. Just pick which one you want. You want to die slow (laughs) or you want to die fast. Which one? (laughs) But for me, politics has always been just one of those things like I'm not I'm not really interested in it because it's just it's just never like never a good situation never a good situation so what else happened well I'll just get into really like the episode and what I'm most excited about and I'm telling you right now if you have not seen Black Panther Wakanda forever Bye. Pack your stuff. Pick your purse up. Pick your bag up right now. <laughs> Put your shoes on because we don't allow shoes in the house. Put your shoes on. Get your jacket and leave. <laughs> if you have not, did you hear me? If you did not watch Black Panther Wakanda Forever that just got released this past weekend, please get your jacket. Get your bag, put your shoes on, and get out. Because this is spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. (laughs) I love this movie. I love this movie. And I don't see how anyone could say anything bad about this movie. Like, honestly, unless you're truly comparing the first one to the second one, like truly, truly nick, nick, knack, nick, knack, and can't just accept that this is something new. Listen, I told my daughter I will be crying the first five minutes of this movie, and I think I cried probably like the first three minutes that the movie started. That opening scene had everybody in tears. In tears, complete tears. I was done. I was finished. 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 When Chadwick passed away, you swore I was a relative. I was done. I was in tears. Crying. Being crazy. And I just could not understand. Like, it was just so sad to me. Just seeing someone so talented, life just cut so short like that. It was like I said, I do not deal with death well. I don't deal with it really great, and I haven't had that many people in my life close to me pass away. But it just hits different for me. Like it just hit mentally. It just hits different. So I already knew. I was going to be a mess. I had my tissues ready and everything. But I already knew like that opening scene was going to be a tribute to Chadwick and his death. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't hold it in. Nobody can hold it in. If you turned around in the movie theater, everyone was in tears. Like everyone was crying. (laughs) Except for my daughter just staring at me and asking me if I'm okay. But other than that, everyone was bawling, crying. Me included. 
And that movie just... The thing I really love about Black Panther is the imagination that comes with watching that movie. Because for me, in the movies, I I don't want to see another slave movie again. I don't want to see another slavery movie. I don't want to see another movie where a white guy falls in love with a black woman or a black woman falls in love with a white guy and the whole town hates them. I don't want to see um, a white man beating a black person. I don't want to see us being slaves anymore. I don't want to see it. It's like every time you turn around, we have to be taken back to that place. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Y'all can watch it. I don't want to watch it. And I heard Harriet was a fantastic movie. I could not watch it. Tyler Perry just released a movie. I can't even remember the name, but it's with a mixed girl falling in love with a black guy and the whole town is not with it. I did not watch it. I don't want to watch it. We seen one, we seen them all. We know. We've lived through it. We've watched it. Our ancestors lived through it. We've watched it and it's just like enough is enough. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> I don't want to see it no more. Can we just stop and move on? So for me, Black Panther is like that breath of fresh air because we actually get to see us being royal. Like we are straight royalty. They show us being smart. They show us being beautiful. They show our skin dark and glistening and moisturized. They show us just in our own element. They show how creative we can be. And I just really enjoy watching us because for me that's black ridge for me black panther and the whole concept is black ridge this is how we should be living this is how we should be carrying each other chadwick dies black panther dies you know in the movie i don't mean chadwick in real life but he passes away the whole town country comes together you know what I mean when they went to go fight Namor I think that's his name you know the underwater um guy villain when they go to fight him everyone came together everyone came together to fight even in the first Black Panther everyone came together from every tribe to fight even when they had the individual beef it was like listen this is bigger than us. We need to get together and conquer whatever it is we need to conquer and make sure that our nation is safe. That's black rich. That's how we should be conducting ourselves as black people in our culture, period. Like we should not be out here killing one another, competing with one another, you know, just doing the most to one another in the worst way not treating each other right, you know, just really disrespecting each other. It's just so unnecessary. If they was like, listen, we're choosing a few people, maybe 
500,000 people to move to Wakanda, but you have to leave today and leave all your stuff. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I want to live amongst my people where it's like small little tiny beefs. Because there's always going to be a beef. Like, let's be real. No one's ever going to just always live in harmony because we are emotional creatures. We are emotional people. But for the most part, bye. I want to live with luxury. I want to live amongst royalty because that's, that's who I am. That's who we are. That's who we are. That's where I want to be. So I loved, I loved it. I loved um, Wakanda forever. I really did enjoy it. I don't see how anyone could say anything else wrong with it. Like everyone looked amazing. Everyone looked good. The costumes were fantastic. And it's just like, first of all, Angela Bassett, First of all, get in here right now. I need y'all to call Angela Bassett in here and tell her I need her front and center. Because when that scene came, when her daughter was kidnapped, and she was like, "We, I am the queen of the strongest nation, and I have lost everyone that I loved. When she said that, tears. Tears Because it's just like I just felt that personified I just felt so deeply Rooted in that statement Because it's like When it comes down to family It's just Being a mom Your child is gone Your other child is Gone forever This one you don't know what's going on you're fired. Bye, girl. You need to find someone somewhere else to fight. <laughs> you need to find somewhere else to fight. I'm done with you. Like, I felt that. As a mom, I felt that. Tears. I was crying. Boo-hooing. That part was so good. So, so good. Angela did so good. And her headpieces... Listen, whoever does the styling on that set... Needs every flower there is to give. Because every costume, every outfit was... The only outfit I didn't like was the new outfits for the warriors. The women warriors. I didn't like that blue goggly looking thing. Please get rid of it. It's not giving Blackridge and it's not giving Wakanda. It's giving foolish, fully wang. I did, that's one thing I did not like. I did not enjoy... Seeing these beautiful women in these crazy looking wild outfits. I didn't like it. I did not enjoy. But every other costume I enjoyed. Even the underwater um, tribes costumes and outfits. I loved. I loved it. I loved the whole storyline. I just really enjoyed the movie. Really, really enjoyed the movie. Another part that I enjoyed watching is seeing Shorty in her tech mode. Like, and the other girl too, the one that plays the little Iron Man. I really enjoyed watching those two come together mentally 
and create something within technology because there are so many black women in tech, so many smart black women in tech that we have no idea about. I really love the group um, Black Girls in Tech. If you guys don't follow them, follow them on Instagram. They do a lot um, in regards to black girls um, in technology. I really, really, really enjoyed seeing, you know, them create the um, the herb again. What is it called? The heart-shaped herb. The purple heart-shaped herb that they drink to become the Black Panther and they use technology to recreate it again. Like, how awesome. How awesome was that? So I just really enjoyed the movie. I really, really enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed the great sense of community that comes with living in Wakanda. I love that, you know, the mom went to go find um, Black Panther's girlfriend. You know, the one Lapita plays. I can't remember her name. I'm bad with names, so... But the one that Lapita plays, and she went all the way to Haiti to go get her to help. And guess what? Homegirl was like, I'm there. That is what we need to be doing as a culture, as black people, is just sticking together. When someone comes for help, we need to do our best to help them. And if we can't do it, why can't we just refer them to somebody who can? Like, that sense of community needs to come back. We need to really start respecting each other. We just, we just so lost. It's, we're just so lost as a culture when it comes to sticking together. We see what's going on with the Jewish community. We know the Jewish community is thick as thieves. You say something about the Jewish community, the whole world is against you. We've seen it happen with Kyrie. We've seen it happen with Kanye. They have a strong sense of community, strong sense of community that cannot be broken. Where is our strong sense of community as black people? Like, where is it? Where is it? If you don't understand community, watch Black Panther. See how Wakanda carries on as a community how they carry on when it comes to tradition. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I love that movie. Loved it. That movie made $331 million the first weekend. First weekend, $331 million. (sighs) Amazing. Ryan Coogler, black director. He's amazing in itself. And... He learned to swim <laughs> to direct this movie because he didn't know how to swim. And every a lot of the scenes are based in the water. So if you're going to direct a movie that's based in the water, guess what? You got to get in the water. So he went and learned to swim so he can give us the best of the best. And he has delivered. So thank you, Ryan Coogler. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. That movie was awesome. What do you guys think? Do you think we could ever have like our own Wakanda? Do you think, let's say, um, who's the billionaires? Robert F. 
Jay-Z, Diddy, Oprah, Pharrell, who else? Beyonce, Rihanna, 50 Cent, even though he's wild. (laughs) Do you think if they put their money together and created a nation, do you think you could live there? Do you think it would be good? Do you think it would be like Wakanda? Like, what do you think? If they all put their money together to create their own Wakanda nation, what do you think? Do you think it's possible? Is it necessary? Would you move there? Like, let me know in the comments. I want to know, like, what, what you think. Do you think we could ever see in our lifetime or your lifetime a Wakanda nation within this world. It doesn't have to be in the United States, like anywhere. But do you think it's possible for us to have our own real Wakanda? Let me know. But yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I hope you guys enjoyed the movie. If you have not seen it and you stayed throughout this episode, kudos to you. I hope I didn't spoil too much. I really didn't though. But um, I hope I didn't spoil too much. Get your tissues ready. I'm not going to say the ending, even though that part, (laughs) that part tore us up. That part tore me up. The ending, listen, I needed a bounty. (laughs) I needed a quicker picker upper for the last part, for the ending, but... Shout outs to Rihanna. That song, Lift Me Up, had everyone down. Why is it even called Lift Me Up? It does not lift your spirits. It makes you cry. <laughs> it makes you cry, baby. But yeah, but amazing movie. Such a up and down type of week. But let's just all focus on building community. And I think I say that like every episode Because for me, I feel like that's the only way we can really inflict change is to create a great sense of community within our own micro communities that can furthermore reflect onto bigger communities like us collectively. But, you know, one day at a time, one foot in front of the other. But it's possible. So anyway... I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate you all for coming, listening. It has been such a time without you. I miss you. So thank you. And I will talk to you guys on Saturday. Five Minutes with Franny will be here Saturday. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Later.